Welcome to the Good Ship Gaming Cast. I'm the Captain Crew Man of Hack the Dino. Uh, Captain Benjamin, ahoy, mateys. Yar, let's keyhole uh, some sails in, in the dolphins. This is uh, the Gaming Cast brought to you by Hack the Dino. Uh, we are uh, a, a gaming cast. We, we cast the sails on our good ship. I'm Ben. This is Floppy. Save me, Floppy. I... No. More ship puns. That was... Ship puns? Ship puns. That was the worst, by the way. I don't even know what half that stuff meant, but I'm a little scared. <laughs> Yar. Please help me. It is the, uh, the, the National Podcast Day of uh, Crow's Nests. Anto, how you going? Yeah, I'm going pretty well. Yeah. Um, you guys managed to capsize things pretty quickly, huh? Or... What do you mean, guys? <laughs> Or do I get the blame for not doing anything? You didn't rescue him. <laughs> but this is uh, the gaming cast. We are Hack the Dino. We bring you the past, present, and future of video games, news, previews, and discussions. And my goodness, has there been a lot of video game hijinks in the past week. Has there not, flopping? There has been quite a few. Quite a few? Yeah. Like I like the way every company went, oh yeah, E3's not out, so let's just... Um, Let's just all, all bring out all our stuff all in one all in one moment. Yeah, no E3, but we're all going to do it now. Yeah. Well, everyone apart from, you know, Nintendo. Nintendo. Which, hopefully, next Which, couple of yeah. weeks, they'll, they'll come out. Uh, there's already been some leaks about a new Fire Emblem game <laughs> coming soon. Uh, but we'll get into that a little bit later on. But before we do, before you do, before you do that voodoo that you do so well... Uh, head on over to hackthedino.com where you can see all our social media accounts. You can follow us there or you can join our Discord. It's free of charge. We don't charge you any money. Um, all that we recommend is you bring a big old smile and a... Yes? And three friends. Three friends? Three. If you bring three friends, we'll give you a special badge that says you have friends, unlike us. What are we talking about? Today? Yeah. Uh, things that we've played. We're talking about things that have happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, let's start there. It's probably Floppy. a fair bit of rambling. What? Here? Yeah. No. Can I just like to point out in the chat, Townsy thinks I'm dressed like Bane. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean... But also Dylan the villain... Personally... Uh, ...loves your jumper. Well, we know he's got in, good taste. For those on the podcast, uh, Ben is wearing a TARDIS-themed hoodie, and I am apparently wearing Bane's jacket. And I will just also mention in the live chat, we've got a poll going at the moment. Who is the best Ninja Turtle? <gasps> Raphael, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello, or Ripper the Street Shark? Go. So we'll be, uh, towards the end of the, the show, we'll, we'll come back to you with those exclusive votes from our live chat. If you would like to join our live chat next time we stream, head on over to hackthedino.com and, and click on the Twitch button. It'll take you there and you can revel in our Twitchness as we drink too much coffee and do all... Why are you the only one voting, voting over and over and again? Because... Why do you keep pressing Mikey? Because it's obvious. Stop pressing it all the time. I think he's locked you all out and it's just Ben voting. <sighs> Floppy, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a few things. Uh, first of all, I finished Sifu. Well, a dad finished Sifu. Dad finish. I got to the end. Dad finish is the best finish. I was happy. Mm -hmm. Great story. Great game. Loved it. Uh, popped it aside. I could keep going and try and get the... Uh, I think there's a true ending by finishing it on like the hardest difficulty. Mm -hmm. But uh, get... No. Can I just say... Yep. Um, that a dad finish is sort of like a dad bod in that it was invented by people who feel very insecure and try to make it a thing that it's really, really cool when actually it's not. But anyway, we dad finish games. Anyway, continue. I got a dad bod too. And a dad finish games. But yeah, so doing that, so I've moved on. Um, now, last show, there was a bit of talk about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order by, between Brayden and I, mm -hmm. because the new one, well, the sequel's been announced. Yep. And I was sitting there at home, and I'm like, I don't actually own it, because I think when it came out, I played it on Game Pass, mm -hmm. and so I bought it on PS5 to play. Oh, and? So, oh, it looks so good. Is it, uh, it, it's had the upreds thing for? Yes, yep, yep. Uh, it's had, now, damn it, if I could actually read my thing. Yeah, you got to turn things on in order to on. use I your dadded it. eyes. Uh, so yeah, it's got 4K. Uh, well, you can either play it in 4K at 30 frames mm -hmm. or at 1080 at 60 frames. <clears throat> what would you prefer? Uh, 4K at 30. 
Really? Yep. I much rather things look better than move quicker. As, uh, frames per seconds. That's one of those things where only certain people can actually tell the difference between uh, sixty frames. Or yeah, up to a certain point. Oh, no, I think everyone can tell between sixty and thirty. But really? when you're getting up to like the hundred and twenty, there look, there are people yeah. that say they can see it's, it. When I'm, you start getting higher than 120, people start to sort of not be able to tell. I'm pretty sure that... Now, I could be very wrong. Don't hesitate to correct me. Or just don't correct me is even better. Uh, I'm pretty sure over 120, human eyes can't actually tell the difference. Right. But I might be wrong. Okay. Uh, but I prefer the 30 frames because to me, it looks like what it's supposed to. Uh, I, you know, I've, I've spent years and years watching movies at 24 frames a second. So Yeah, well... Uh, I'm okay with it. But yeah, I prefer the 4K because I like the detail that I get out of it other than the uh, smoother movements. That's my personal opinion anyway, though. So what's what's the big improvement with the 4K? Is the fact that... It the backgrounds, backgrounds are amazing. Okay. Uh, I found one thing that was a bit weird. The Wookiees that are in it didn't look as good, which I thought was weird. They, like, it's because it's hair. They still haven't yeah. got hair right. Like Until we get... Eyes, teeth, and hair looking realistic. We're still gonna, we're going to have Uncanny Valley. Um, I'm okay with that actually because I think when it looks too realistic, it's a little bit weird. Well, that is Uncanny Valley. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So yeah, but it's unreal. Like uh, the loading times are still surprisingly long if you die though, which I thought was weird. I don't remember them being especially that on long. the PS5. Yeah, it was weird, but it looks great and it is such a good story. Like I'd forgotten how much I actually like the story, and I'm it's canon, and I can't wait and cross fingers that they work it into either movies or the TV series like Obi-Wan opening and stuff. Obi-Wan, surely. Oh, surely. You know, look, you'd hope so. I just want to see Cal rock up in something. This Cal Kessis, like he's such a cool guy. Uh, so I've been playing that and I've also been playing, I'm on a Star Wars thing. I've been playing Star Wars Lego. Me too. Like I've been... How good is Star Wars Lego? I've been, like a couple of months back, I watched the prequels again and I've been watching the Clone Wars animated series, just popping it on every now and then when I... You know, I've been watching Rebels with my kids. Yeah, see, I'm going chronologically, so I think I'm on season three or something of the Clone Wars. Nice. Just every now and then popping it in, having a watch. And um, oh, it's really I will, cool. I will put it out to people in the chat. I haven't watched the latest Obi-Wan yet, so please, no spoilers. He dies. Idiot. His hair. Yeah. I haven't watched any, so don't talk about any of it, please. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Obi-Wan's in um, But how good is Star Wars Lego? Like Skywalker style? Love it. Love it. it. So, good. so fun. So I relaxing. Love, I find that uh, I was really happy with... The bits that they've changed, the bits that they've added, and the bits that they've kept the same. Mm -hmm. So, do you ever see um, what civilization does whenever it releases a new civilization? It's like 40% the same, 30% brand new, and 30% changed right. or tweaked. Right. And that way, each time, it's never a whole new game, but it's never the same game as well. And I really like that concept, and I think they've done a similar thing with Star Wars Lego. So, they've included a whole range, like a bunch of sort of new things, a bunch of sort of things that have been tweaked from the last few games and then a whole bunch that's, that's sort of standard Lego stuff. Um, you know, the collection of bricks and things like that, but these ones are now Kyber crystals that you can use to upgrade stuff. So they've introduced upgrades, which I don't think they've had before. Um, they've got an over-the-shoulder uh, camera for, when you're, for firearms, which is tweaked from the last time that they did it, which is really cool. they got light and strong attacks now for like melee, which they haven't had before. Yeah, right. Which I thought was really cool. And the backgrounds in it just look amazing. Um, yeah. But yeah, really cool. I like the hub worlds where you can just mainline it and then go back later and, and suss out all the cool stuff. But I am really enjoying those two games at the moment on a real Star Wars kick. Oh, and I found at an op shop the other day, um, Star Wars Force Unleashed novel. Nice. I love those novelizations. Like three bucks. Yeah, that's the best. Coming uh, along upon those things in op shops is just the best feeling. I got like the Mario Brothers. Actually, no, I had the Mario Brothers one from when I was a kid. But Ninja Turtles one, I think I came across like of the movie. It was great. Uh, Anto! Where are you, Anto? Hello. There he is. You're looking rather embarrassed. Um, but, Anto, what have you been playing, doing, um, uh, singing about? Well, I've been doing stuff which is pretty typical for me. Um, I've been playing an older Final Fantasy game. Um, Coda and I have been playing Final Fantasy IX together again. <laughs> um, and I'm in the middle of getting a platinum trophy for Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, which is oh, very, very difficult, far, yeah. but I've been having fun with it. So what number is that? Can I, say uh, I think technically it's the fourth or fifth game released. Yeah. Yeah, 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 there, was sure. a, there, was a, there was a time where Ant and I were working together. And I just started playing Kingdom Hearts and I realized how many there were. So I got him to write me down on a scrap of paper 
the order with which to play the Kingdom Hearts games. And I've still got that. This is like, what, five years ago? Yeah, Having, something like that something now. Like that. And I also, I've still haven't played the first one. Um, I've still got that scrap of paper, though, like on a shelf somewhere. So uh, I've just decided in the post show that we do uh, for our Patreons, yep. uh, we are going to get Anto to explain to you and I the Kingdom Hearts story. No, no, it's not a post show. That's post shows. <laughs> so uh, something for Anto to prepare. We're going to be firing questions at him and uh, I'm not going to be nice about it. <laughs> All right, so uh, I've been playing the brand new season of Fortnite, which for a change, because they went through this whole war with the IO, um, in storyline, they've just decided. You know what? It's a chill out season, and it's just about relaxing. They've got they've turned the uh, IO headquarters, which was this uh, big cave that was mm-hmm. all carved Is that the out. The one that you you could skydive down into. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. They've changed that into a massive rave party, and there's just like fluoro paint everywhere, and there's a roller coaster with the ballers going around. Damn kids. Um, yeah, it, it's great. It's just a relaxing time. Uh, it's more Fortnite, more fun. Uh, I Is did- there still no building? Yeah, you, well, there's a no-build mode and there is a build mode you can choose now. Oh, okay. Uh, so I just go no-builds. I've given up on trying to learn uh, how, how to do that. Uh, I did win a... <laughs> when Because I, I go in... Because I want the Indiana Jones skin and the Darth Vader skin. So the Darth Vader is the level 100 skin. I nice. went in and I'm just doing the missions in order to get XP. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found myself in the like, top four. So, I went, oh, okay, well, I'll give it a go. I'd already won my umbrella for this season. Uh, and it came down near the beachfront. Yep. And it was me and one other person, one other player, and they saw me, and there was a boat between us. <laughs> so I ran, jumped in the boat, did a U-10, and started firing missiles at them, <laughs> and knocked off all their shield, and then they came swimming towards me and jumped on the boat and started oh. firing at me. So I jumped out. They blew themselves up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just turned around and shot them and, and won the match and then did my uh, taunt that I do whenever I win a match. And that's the story of how Ben defeated that eight-year-old kid and then lorded over them. That's right. Eight-year-old kids, come at me. I'll smash you. Don't. What? No. I said at me. Yep. PG. Uh, PG. I've also been uh, playing today the new Ninja Turtles game. Um, Shredder's Revenge. Shredder's Revenge came out today. Uh, holy crap. Possibly my game of the year so far. Oh, wow. Uh, it is so freaking good. So cool. I was a big fan of the arcade Turtles game, both yep. in the arcade when it came out and obviously one, when it came out. Two, on, all of them? Uh, primarily the first one. That's the one that I, I hold dear in my heart. Um, it's right next to the cholesterol lump. Um, I uh, yeah used to... Uh, Go to lock-in sessions and just play this game because Turtles, like Mortal Kombat 2, is renowned for being a coin muncher. Like, there is no way you can defeat that game on one coin. You have just have to keep pumping the dollars in in order to progress and, and finish it. Uh, it was an arcade board that I always wanted for my arcade cabinet, um, but it, they're stupid expensive what now. What they go so, for? Uh, five to $800. Uh, it's not, that's less than what I thought you were going to say. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, when they announced this game with it looking very, very similar to the original Ninja Turtles arcade game. I was very, very excited. When they kept releasing characters and more, uh, letting more information come out, I got more and more excited. I played it this afternoon because it came out uh, this morning in digitally. Australia. came out digitally though, didn't it? Digitally, like yes. Physically yeah. is later. Physically, they've got limited run, uh, have a physical edition, which I'm waiting to payday so, so I can actually order retailers. it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I want the special edition one though. Oh, well, that is, yep. The VHS one. We'll talk about that later. The special one. Uh, we will. But uh, playing the game itself, it is freaking amazing. It is all the fun of the uh, arcade game, but not in a punishing way to get you... Because you're obviously not paying dollar coins for it. There's no need to be that punishing. Is there matchmaking and stuff in multiplayer and stuff? Yes. Okay. Yep. Matchmaking. You have six players on screen uh, at one time. So six multiplayers at, at one time. Uh, the... Uh, all the sprites are based on the cartoon. Uh, all okay. the voices where they can have like the little little amount of voices they have uh, are based on the cartoon. I don't know if it's the real actors. Obviously, Shredder's not, but uh, I think Rocksteady might be. Uh, Corey Feldman a voice? No, that was in the movie. He was Donatello in the movie. Yeah. Uh, then uh, the gameplay is fluid. Uh, it feels exactly like one of those arcade, game, arcade games, which is um, nice. Uh, as I said, without the punishing. Uh, you've got two modes. You've got story mode and arcade mode. I haven't tried story mode yet. I've went straight into arcade, which is just an on, like, yeah, A to B. You go straight mm. through the levels. Um, 
I haven't tried story mode. I'll give that a go a bit later on, but it's the type of game I want to replay. Oh, one thing, when you're playing arcade mode, you can't save it. I got up to the seventh level and said, oh, I better set up for the show now. So I turned it off. There's no save option. <laughs> uh, but each of the turtles has different moves, different ways uh, that they attack. So obviously Donatello's got his staff. He can attack from a range. Michelangelo uh, uses his nunchucks, but because he uses his nunchucks, he's sort of more floaty, so he can like stomp on people's heads and get air combos. Huh. Uh, Raphael's got like an uppercut, and he's always got a grimace on his face. And, Does he stab people? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, they're all robots. Um, but oh, it's just so good. And like, even little things like you can throw uh, members of the Foot Clan at the screen. Oh, uh, do they like go... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They come straight towards the screen. You fall down the uh, sewer holes and it goes, hey, who turned out the lights? Just like in the arcade <laughs> game. Uh, it's just a wonderful game. The music's fantastic. The opening scene, they've got an animated opening scene, which, oh my goodness, fantastic. Actually, Afrinix in the chat has a good question. Can you play couch co-op? Couch co-op. Uh, over uh, internet co-op, it's awesome. So uh, I, I'm thinking if I can get it to work, we need to test the Dino computer. So if I have time on Sunday, I might actually just sit down and just stream it. Um, so maybe we'll, we'll get people to jump in if they can. That would but, be cool. uh, Yeah, really, really great game. If you're an old man like me, even if you're an old lady or, or whatever, if you're just old and remember the Ninja Turtles, I can tell you now that this game was made by people who played that arcade game. Because it is, is basically one for one. It's fantastic. Okay. I cannot say enough good things about it. You really need to pick it up. I think it's only about $33 in, on the Australian eShop. Uh, so, okay. yes, definitely 100% go for it. I've got a, yeah, I've got to order to get physically when it comes out, which I think comes out for about 50 bucks. Really? That's mm. all right. I think. I might be wrong. Yeah. No, it's a great game. Um, when, when's the... Uh, I don't remember. I might look it up now while you're talking about... What are we going to do next? We are going to talk about all the showcases that have happened in the past week because, my goodness, has there been a few. Now, because there's been, I think, about six uh, just in the past week, we've only chosen the handful of announcements that actually had some kind, some kind of impact because I, I'm going to be honest with you all, pretty lackluster. And I'm starting to think that maybe E3 knew something that we didn't and took the right year to have off. Either that. Or it's the first year that we've known there's not going to be an E3 and everyone tried to do their own thing and just, it just didn't all mesh. Well, maybe it's everyone's tried to do their own thing and it's just thinned it out yeah, so much that yeah. you don't have enough big announcements. I'm not, yeah, I'm not um, sure what it was. So coming up first, at the start of the week, we had the Summer Games Fest. Jeff Keighley's big um, thing that he's going for around E3. Of course, Jeff Keighley used to be on the board for E3 and, and mm. uh, I think two or three years ago stepped down for it so he could start and then doing... started his own. Started his own thing. Now, he, of course, is also responsible for the Game Awards, which is a big end-of-year thing which celebrates uh, video games in all their form. Um, really good. Mm. I enjoy that. Also... Has no personality. Who, Jeff Keeling? Yeah. That is one of my notes. Um, is it? Yeah, it, one of my notes here, uh, I've, I've written a couple of dot points, but one of the notes is Sorry. I don't think Jeff Keeley should host these. No. Because he is a bad host. I think he should come on, do a little thank you and a welcome. What he does at the Game Awards is perfect. Yes. He comes on, says a little thing, then and goes then away. And then has hosts do it. Like the Game Awards, he yeah. brings people on, or he has someone like Sydney Goodman, who's actually a charismatic host. Yeah, and she does a fantastic job in the pre-show because that's her professional job. Whereas Keely, he sort of stands there and he looks at the ground a little bit, and then he looks up, and and he's really uncomfortable, and it's just not entertaining uh, to watch not, him. It's almost awkward. Yeah, yeah, and it takes you really out of it. Um, I, I just think he really needs to. Yeah, sure. Be on. You've created it. You do a hell of a job backstage, but maybe in front of the camera isn't your yeah. thing. I love what he's created, but. Maybe maybe let someone else host it. Um, so some of my other points that I made on Game Fest, I thought the whole thing was too long with not enough reveals to make it interesting. It was two and a half hours, I think. I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah, it's, uh, it was something like long. two and a half. There was so much filler. Um, there wasn't enough things to go, holy crap. Um, I think the Sony State of Play the week before stole its thunder somewhat. Mm -hmm. uh, having said that, if uh, Games Fest was about an hour, I think it would have been a lot, lot better. Yeah. Uh, so... It was also a pity, their big announcement at the end, you know how these streams always have a, um, oh, just one more thing, and they leave the, like, Nintendo's yeah, the infamous The Nintendo way. Yeah, 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 it's like, oh, just one, one more, more thing. One more thing. And it's like Zelda 64. Whoa! What? Okay. Breath of the Wild. Freudian slip there. Uh, Last of Us remake was leaked. Mm -hmm. Like, we knew about it for years, and then it was officially, well, officially leaked, but, mm. like, leaked fully uh, hours before the show. But even with that, they did the, oh, one more thing, 
and then came back and did an interview with Druckmann and Yeah, whatnot. don't interview after one more thing. Have what? a have a trailer and then fade to black. And then they go, oh yeah, we're, we're the uh, the TV show is going to be great. You're all really going to enjoy it. And I thought, oh cool, trailer. No, N- nothing. We we got the the remake trailer uh, remake trailer of the game, and then that's it. Yep. Nothing else. Um, I think that this was Keeley's chance to shine. There was no E3. I think had he made this an hour long, uh, and and yeah. really knocked it out of the park, could have had a lot more punch. He, well, he could have actually planted his flag. He could have said, "Hey, everyone, guess what? I'm here. There's no E3. This is the way forward. This is what we're doing from now on. Uh, you don't need to worry about E3. This is the epitome of what these type of shows should be." And he didn't. He had a massive opportunity, and I think he he did not land that ending. Did not stick that ending. No, at all. I'm I'm pretty much in the same in the same. Uh boat mm-hmm. uh, train of thought uh, way too long way too much filler I started watching it I turned it off and then when it finished I watched a uh, like a these are the best trailers that are like, yep. went for like 30 minutes and it was it was the best way to view it I reckon yep. um, yeah way too much filler nothing that really stood out you're right I think you made, you said Teenage Mutant Ninja was the best reveal it probably was yeah, to be honest absolutely uh, Anto hello what do you think of Summer Games Fest um, I think Summer Games Fest was boring. Yep. Um, it's the best way to put it. Uh, the only thing that stuck out for me was the Callisto Protocol. Um, yep. Oh, I forgot about that one. Big fan of Dead Space. So mm. the fact that the team that made Dead Space are doing their own... But that of... was shown uh, like days earlier in the, in the exactly. Sony one. So again, they stole their thunder. So it's like, you know, mm. it was just a rehash of an announcement that we already knew about. Mm. Um, honestly, the biggest issue with Games Fest was... Hey, here's our next game. You're playing as a guy in space, and he's got a gun. Here's our next game. Guy in space with a gun. Here's Troy Baker. He's in space, and he's got a gun. (laughs) It was just boring. Like, you don't go to a summer games fest expecting nothing but dark, gritty space shooters. There is a reason why every game was in space. It's because Earth is so horrible now. People just want to escape it. (laughs) So what you're saying is it needed more guns, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, more guns, more space guns. So yeah, I think we're all in agreement. Games Fest was a nice try, but a swing and a miss. Yeah, very much so. Uh, so let's go into sort of the three big announcements, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the first oh, one yeah. for me was Giles back in Street Fighter Six. Um, when did he leave? I thought he. I well, he they've just re-announced that he's going to be in Street Fighter Six. <laughs> By the way, this, the character's been in all of the Street Fighters in this one too. <laughs> Not all of them. He wasn't, he wasn't in, in Third Strike or Street Fighter Three. Yeah, he came in number two though, didn't he? I don't know. You have to ask Cammy. Um, that was a Street Fighter movie joke for you. Uh, some funny features. I got it. <laughs> so did Cammy. Um, damn, that was good. <laughs> PG guys, PG. Yeah, they had so a good fight. Code fisty cuffs. Oh. At least part of that sentence. Um, some funny features have been added to Street Fighter Six, such as you can change your facial expression. When you're walking towards the ring, Anto, do we have some footage of this? I think we do. This seems we do. Like the most we do. unnecessary. Give me a Sorry, Andrew. Uh, so, what it is for the podcast listeners is during when you've picked your fighter in a versus match, yeah. uh, they've got this little cut scene where you're walking towards the arena in order to partake in the, the fighting. Fair, cool. Uh, and uh, what you can do <laughs> when it comes up to the screen where it says, you know, uh, blah, blah versus blah, blah, you can press different buttons to change their facial expressions. It seems incredibly unnecessary. Absolutely. Uh, we can see here the Guile announcement trailer. I think the one I was looking for was just under that Anto. He looks like an old man. Well, yeah, they're all old men. It's, they've all aged significantly. Um, I will say, when looking at my notes, last <laughs> month there was a report from someone called Daniel Lindholm, who was the composer of Street Fighter V, uh, suggesting that Fei Long was no longer going to be in Street Fighter games due to the Bruce Lee estate only allowing characters of Bruce's likeness to appear on honourable games or honourably on screen. We can see on the screen now pressing buttons changing the uh, facial expressions. That was creepy smiles, man. Uh, Capcom has come out and said no, that's not true. There is no legal issues about Fei Long being in one of these games. <laughs> a weird thing to report. Um, what is up with... Is it Now, is it Ryu or is it Ryu? It's, it's Ryu. Ryu. Why does he look so weird? Because he doesn't look weird. It's hot Ryu. Is it hot though? Is it hot to look like one of the like he's been affected by the T virus? Yeah, super hot. Okay, super, super hot. 
You really um, think he looks infected by the T virus? I've never heard that before. He's huge. He, he is a big slab of meat. Uh, there's he been five like ten. <laughs> a, a possible spoiler. So if you uh, don't want any Street Fighter Six spoilers, skip ahead about thirty seconds. Uh, a possible spoiler for Ken. Uh, allegedly, according to leaks, this might be fake. So yeah, Floppy's gonna love it. But allegedly, Ken in this game became obsessed with uh, beating Ryu so much he neglected sort of like his family. <laughs> And his wife left him, took their son, and he's like a hobo now. So he's Haboken. Um, oh. <laughs> it also, his hair's growing out, and it proves that he dyes his hair. He's got regrowth? Yeah, he's got regrowth. They, so facial expressions and regrowth, this is what they thought Street Fighter needed. Yep, correct. Uh, it proves have once they, and for all that he, that he dyes his hair. Have they improved the logo this time? Yes, they have. They oh, changed good. the logo. It looks like a, a burnout mark now. Like a, a, a tire track. Um, we've already covered Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but uh, we sh- that's where it was announced the release date, which was, you know, a week later. And <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we can see Ken on the screen now. He looks, that's very, he looks like an 80s glam rocker. It's Habo Ken. Uh, wow. Um, the physical releases were announced. Uh, the June 16th launch date for Ninja Turtles was announced, Shredder's Revenge, and it was also announced you can have six player co op. I've got the physical release for Shredder's Revenge is 29th of July. Oh, wow. That's really good. And, and, and a regular copy of the game is like 50, 60 bucks. Oh, that's really good. July. Yeah, yeah cool. 29th of July. June. Uh, or well, June. June, July. Should we talk about the big, the big, big old daddy of the games cast? Uh, not game. No, we're the games cast. It was July. Games Fest. Uh, uh, big- yeah, sure, we can. Which was the remake of The Last of Us, which had been rumored for, I don't know, since 2014. Right, it'd been li- like, <laughs> I put that in. Anto's just having troubles there. Uh, I put that in my uh, fantasy critic as my... I, I know you did, actually. I didn't think this was going to happen. Well, for a very specific reason. What's that? Don't need it. No, it's not. We got a PS4 remake? We got a, no, we got a remaster. So the PS4 one was a remaster of the PS3 one. Right. Having said that, have you played the PS4 one? No. It's amazing. It yeah. looks fantastic. Still, for a game that came out, and I think, I'm pretty sure it came out in 2014... I might be wrong. Please. They did do side by side comparisons, and the footage they showed was not of the PS3 game. It was the PS4, yeah. and then the remaster. And you know what? Haven't they updated the controls as well? Uh, I couldn't tell you that. Um, oh, sorry. In our Street Fighter news, I forgot to mention, and I don't know if Anto knows about this, but they have updated the controls for Street Fighter to make it more like Smash Brothers. Mm. Is that good or bad? Well, it's like someone who Smash plays Brothers. neither. Sorry, Anto. What was that? It's less like Smash Brothers and more. Um, it's a bit of a throwback to like an older Capcom game. I think it was Capcom versus SNK two. Um, you can hold down the right trigger button, mm. and it does like a basic sort of auto combo for you. And instead of Smash style attacks, it's similar to how you do tilts in Smash Brothers. You hold down the special button and press a directional input, and it will do one special move. I remember that. Um, yeah. Okay. So kind. I'm, Kind of like Smash, but don't expect it to be like Smash Brothers, please. <laughs> but you can also use your traditional. But yeah, you've got like basically um, like a beginner control scheme that lets you do combos without having to know, you know, combinations from beginner. 25, 30 years ago. Street Fighter finally has baby mode. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I might um, play it. And then you've got, you know, traditional mode for people who are, I want to say purists, but elitist is probably the better <laughs> term for the majority of the fighting game community, but. <laughs> Yeah, nice. um, you've got standard Street Fighter sweaty mode, and then you've got casual players. So you know, um, I think it's a good thing. Um, it lets people get into the game, correct? Learn, you know, the more important stuff like footsies and the the way to play patiently. Uh, <laughs> and then you can sort of graduate, I guess, from that control scheme once you know how to play to a more complicated one for more personality. I guess I am. Really, I know a lot less about Street Fighter than I thought. Well, you know what you do know about The Last of, Last Us. of Us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, back to The Last of Us. So, uh, coming out in September for PS5 and PC, which I'm probably sure is the real reason they're doing this. PC and also to coincide with the TV show. Yeah, uh, multiplayer is coming, but as a standalone. Yeah, so uh, this was originally supposed to be Last of Us Two. It was mm. supposed to be a free add-on, uh, and it just kept ex- being delayed, delayed, delayed. And then Druckmann revealed that no, it's gotten so big that it's going to be a standalone game now. Yeah, which is. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it will be a live service game, uh, but Druckmann assures in a very Naughty Dog kind of way. So this does look very good. Meaning uh, devs can slip 
things in and out of the game without users having to download massive chunks of data, which is always a good thing. I'm like, you know what? It does look good. It doesn't look that much better than PS4 one though. Right. Um, it is a full price game. You got to remember though, like we say, it doesn't look that much better, but. Mm. This is being compressed and streamed and then received and compressed. Yeah. Like when you get the actual game in there, I still remember seeing director's cut of Ghost of Tsushima mm-hmm. and watching the trailers and thinking, oh, yeah, okay. And then when I got it and put it in my PS5 and played it, I was blown away with how beautiful this was. Yeah. So, you know, what you see, like it's what we see also, I saw uh, comments about when uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet showed their trailer. Mm-hmm. And they went, oh, it looks cluggy and blah 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 you have to remember you're watching it streaming over the internet and for those of you in australia our internet it will not look as good as it does in person yes uh it is a full price game so in australia that would mean between 100 and 120 game 20 bucks would you pay that for a game that's been around for what 10 years uh no no anto um i didn't bother playing the first one to completion um yeah really yeah, just something about the way it played compared to other sort of third-person, over-the-shoulder kind of games like Uncharted didn't sit with me very well. Um, okay. This might be different if they've remade it completely with like a similar engine or the same engine from Last of Us 2 and it plays a lot nicer than maybe, but I'm also just sort of not really into it. I've played enough post-apocalyptic survival horror <laughs> zombie games to know that I'd probably rather play Resident Evil 4 again. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Mm. So, um, To quote Ali James of GamesRadar, this is described as an early unlock of a number of in-game items. Purchasing a special edition lets you unlock a bunch of skill and weapon upgrades uh, from the outset. Uh, onset, I think that's supposed to be. You'll be able to heal and craft items fast. You'll also have access to better weapons thanks to rifle and pistol upgrades. There's even the Explosive Arrows gameplay modifier, which doesn't seem in keeping with the stealth-focused early sections of the game. Now, that's all based on, I believe, the additions coming to the States. Right. Because as I'm aware, at, at this point in time, I think we've only got one edition available to us, which is a standard one. Okay, so uh, these, these are the big special editions that you can pre-order. I is thought they were pre-order bonuses. Uh, not as as far as I'm aware, there's a deluxe edition, there's a Firefly edition, but I don't think that's available here. Right. Okay. But the point um, remains that y- you're basically paying to win. It's just yeah. a single player game. But so my my thoughts on this is: look, I love The Last of Us. I think The Last of Us is a great game. I I think that money and time could have been way better spent on something else. Off the top of my head, we could have had a Metal Gear Solid remake from the ground up. Hell yes. We could have we are a, due for that. We are due. Like, this is a game that's already been remastered. It came out on the PS3. It was remastered like a year or two later. You can buy it on the PlayStation 5 store. Well, you could yeah. until they removed it. Like it was, it came out in the last year of PS3, essentially. And then remastered the year later for the PS4. Yeah. And now coming out for PS5. Rebuilt. You, we could have had a, a siphon filter remake from the ground up. We could like just... I thought, I thought it was a really odd choice to rebuild when that, there's so many other things that... We're it's just I think it's going to become viable candidates. Sorry, floppy. No, you're right. Uh, I think it's going to become honestly Naughty Dog's Skyrim. It feels <laughs> like you're going in that direction. Yeah, you're probably right, actually. Um, yeah, I feel the same. Uh, probably didn't need it, but eh. Moving along, we then had the Xbox and Bethesda showcase, and this was this was it. This was your first big E3 type thing like i was really excited for this only to be again slightly disappointed (laughs) like i once again watched this as a here are the 10 best trailers from this conference yeah so i watched watched the whole conference uh it was really polished was really nice um how long was it it was just over an hour Ah, i think hour 20 uh not a whole bunch of wow games or news um which, again, I think it was spread thin across all the things. Uh, first up, we had Silk Song from Team Cherry, Adelaide's hey. own Team Cherry, no friends date, of the show. No. They've been on the show once, so therefore they're our yeah, friends. Friends of the show. Um, and I met one of their brothers yesterday. I <laughs> All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, sound heaps cool. You know those type of people who talk about the friends they know? And, yes. and like talk up their achievements to make themselves sound cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about to do that. Okay. Uh, cool. So I went to uh, dinner of a uh, at uh, one of Jasmine's friends because uh, she's in the art community. Knows a uh, very well known game developer, uh, and Ari was there 
um, and Makoto, who's the voice of Hornet in Silksong. And mm-hmm. Ari is, of course, the art person of uh, Hollow Knight. So we had dinner with them, played some Street Fighter. It was a good fun time. Uh, and at this person's house, I got to hold not only a actual BAFTA trophy, but a Game Award trophy. And that was surreal. <laughs> that, was, that was a weird thing. They are really heavy. Pixar, it didn't happen. So, I've literally got them on my phone. I'll show you after. Um, but uh, yeah, Silk Song was shown, but with no release date, which I think was an awful tease. <laughs> However... Xbox did say everything showed on this uh, showcase will be out within the next 12 months. So I took that as sweet. There's literally a maximum of a year to wait before uh, Silksong comes out. Until I saw this graphic. Anto, are we able to bring that up? Uh, where is the graphic? One that says not necessarily on the run sheet. Nice and highlighted for you. Comment associated. So you... Uh, it's not there. It's not there. I've got a video. No, I'm looking at it right now, dude. <laughs> ah, this one. <laughs> yeah, the one that's not there. Uh, so you look at this. We can see on the screen now. Don't you judge uh, me. I, I don't judge you. I know. Uh, coming to Xbox PC over the next 12 months has uh, two sections. One 2022, one mm-hmm. 2023. Silksong isn't there. No. <laughs> Nowhere to be seen. definitely not on there. So... We may be waiting a bit longer. Uh, next up, well, next uh, point of note, we had Kojima gracing us with his presence, announcing his partnership with Xbox, which has long been rumoured. Now, he didn't say exactly what he is working on or Kojima Productions is working on, but it was leaked, uh, I think, a couple of days beforehand, something called Overdose, which is a rumoured horror game that was leaked uh, featuring Margaret Qualley from um, Death Stranding. Whether it is a spin-off of Death Stranding or if it's just a using the same actress in order to uh, have a horror game. Uh, they have also confirmed, Kojima Productions have confirmed that uh, this doesn't mean they won't be working with PlayStation anymore. They'll be working with both. This is the biggest letter dribble part to have in a... Why was this even a thing? It's Kojima. Yeah, but he came out and he's like, oh, I'm, it's Kojima. I'm making a game... You put Kojima on screen, people, people are going to listen. But I'm also making games with other people. I was not only glued Bye. to my screen, I was licking it. Yeah, but you're Kojima. weird like that. It was the bigger, it was just rubbish. Anto, uh, am I right? Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, yeah, I'm not even going to get in between this argument. I just wanted to say, I think the only reason Kojima was mentioned and brought up in any way is so that Xbox could go, ha, screw you, Sony fanboys, because he's generally <laughs> only worked with PlayStation for the longest time. Um, it's because Kojima know. likes. Uh, like in his book, he openly says that uh, he he doesn't really like Xbox because it's an American company. Yeah, exactly. Like he's a he, he's a, a homegrown developer, guy. basically. Yeah, but there was no need for any of that to ever happen. Like it didn't give anyone any information that no one ever. No, like, but it was nothing. exciting, and the fact that he didn't rock up on the games uh, game fest, and he's like Jeff Keighley's mate. They're friends, and yeah, Xbox no, pulled him away. They had nothing to announce. There was nothing to for him to reason for him to be there whatsoever. It doesn't like it. <laughs> Kojima is one of the few people in the industry where you say he's going to be there and people will watch because it's him. I know, but don't you think they would have been disappointed because he came on? No, because get, he came get back, something. It was official that he's making an Xbox game. Like, it's huge news for Xbox. Like, I am a I am a Kojima fan. Metal Gear Solid, favorite game mm-hmm. of all time. Mm-hmm. And he came on. I was like, yes, some news. Nope. Well, I just think you're a, you're a Kojima hater. Said like a true fanboy. <laughs> What's next, Floppy? Uh, Starfield. Now this thing, this thing looks cool. This thing looks like No Man's Sky. Yes, but it looks like No Man's Sky done properly. Can we bring up some footage, please, Anto? We got a video. There's uh, a video there debating about this. So Needs. now, will I play this? Probably not. Oh, really? You're not going to, even though it's going to be free on Games Pass? Uh, look, I might look at it, but I like I really enjoyed the bit of No Man's Sky that I played when it first came out. Now it's too big, right? And there's too much stuff to it. Um, this thing looks amazing. It looks like a, it looks like what No Man's Sky probably should have been when it was released at launch. Yeah, yeah. Um, not saying that No Man's Sky hasn't done a great job. They have, but yeah, Starfield. So we've all been talking about this for what a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, every planet in this game will allow players to seamlessly land on it and explore its surface. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was confirmed that 1,000 planets in total, which is minuscule compared to the 18 quintillion. <laughs> before, so this actually sounds a lot more achievable. 
uh, feature this effort, which means that this game will be, you know, a big time sink. Having said that, though, main story, 30 to, four hours, 30 to 40 hours is not that bad at all. No. I just put 90, 90 into Horizon, so. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Which is you still uh, like, platinum it. No, I don't bother planting things. So, you know, it took me that long because I'm terrible at some parts of it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm not that great at games. All right. How good's being old? Yeah. But yeah, look, it looks really good. Um, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to do really well. Yeah. A uh, couple of reactions in the chat. I um, saw Mr. Giggles mentioned, uh, I just feel like it will be empty. I mean, that's that's a, a valid claim. It is. You've got a big, huge game like this, and it is Bethesda. Um, you know, Having said that, it's only got a thousand planets. Yeah. Which I is, know. I know sounds weird to say only, but No Man's Sky came out 18 quintillion. Like but they were all randomly generated. Exactly. Like These are a thousand planets. Like and I, look, to be honest, No Man's Sky, I did play it at launch. That was empty. That I was, enjoyed that. Was a big that. Empty. Like, it was nice. It was, it was a zen-like experience. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I haven't played it since. Uh, it is a bit much for me now. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I, same like, I started a new game. And I thought, all right, well, I'll start again. And as soon as I had to go on there and start mining plants and repairing the ship, I went, yeah, not more of this. Anto, what do you think? Uh, I think Starfield is going to be a typical Bethesda game where the fans will fix it six months later and it will still be bad. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> wow. I'm just, I'm not... As soon as you give me too much to do... It, it's like Floppy and I normally talk about having choice fatigue when menus are too big. Oh. If you give me a game that has things. like too much to do... I'm not going to play it. Yeah. 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 Just no, that's fair. A, a thousand planets. Okay, great. Is there going to be more than one thing to do on each of them or is it just a fetch quest? Well, do well, you even have to go to all of them? That's uh, I don't know. Like maybe. Maybe you don't have to go to all of them. Maybe it's a uh, you can go get this thing but it might be appear on seven different planets or 10 or Stars and 100. Tattoos just said the best thing. Harshmallow. Just make that. <laughs> Sony, Xbox we're here. Like uh, Tim Cherry. We'll send you the Dino More that we filmed about. Uh, they don't have to. It's out now on podcast apps as a bonus go. episode because we're nice like that. There you go. Go watch that. We've already done all the hard work for you. I will say Starfield to me, and I was very trepidatious about writing this in our Discord when I okay. watched it, and I just said, Starfield just, just seems like one big fetch quest. <laughs> I can't remember if it was Anto or Triple Indie. Just went, yeah, it's a Bethesda game. What are you, what are you expecting? <laughs> They're all fetch quests. I'm but pretty sure it was. Yeah, I don't mind a good. <laughs> I don't mind a, a fetch quest here and there, but yeah, it'll come down to a lot of different things. Now we did hear from Capcom with Street Fighter Six. We in, did uh, the previous uh, thing. We know I'm not a big Street Fighter fan, but there is a certain franchise that Capcom do that I'm quite the fan of, as is Anto. That is Night Stalkers. That's right. Floppy loves a bit of Morrigan flying around in her skimpy little wings. Morgan, I like, I like Darkstalkers. I like, mm, I like Resident Evil. All oh, right, yeah, and Darkstalkers. Uh, no, just Resident Evil. Okay, and there was a Dark there was Stalkers. a few things. No, Resident Evil. So Resident Evil Village DLC has been announced. Uh, some really cool DLC actually with big changes. Like I was actually surprised the lengths they went to. Uh, so it's coming in three parts. Uh, the first will add new story content associated with Rose, who we saw then. That was the daughter of Ethan Winters, who was the baby in Resident Evil Eight. Uh, it will take place after the events in Village, obviously, and will potentially set the stage for the next mainline instalment of the series. Uh, for those of you who haven't played the game and don't want spoilers, stop listening now. For 30 seconds. At uh, the end of number eight, uh, it is cut to years later when Rose, the daughter that you've just rescued from being cut up bits in jars, uh, to what we saw there. Um, and you're not quite sure what she's doing or who she was working with, but... And just Who as knows? an additional spoiler, uh, game hackers, because the ending shows Rose in a car and yeah. there's a figure that approaches the car and yes. you can't make it out in the distance. People hacked into it and it turns out that it's, um, what's his name? Ethan. The main character. Chris. Chris. No, no, it's no, not. Ethan. It was Ethan. It was Ethan. Ethan. Yeah, yeah. It was Ethan. Yeah. yeah. Which is dad. Yeah. Ethan Winters, who's now made of mold. Mm-mm. Yum. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Anyone, you can listen now. Uh, good. It's good to come back. Yeah. Uh, there will also be a third-person mode, uh, which is going to be added to Resident Evil Village, which will allow players to experience the whole game from a new perspective. Uh, sounds cool. I don't know. I got I got really into the first-person view. It made it heaps scarier, but I'll definitely try it out. Anyway, uh, so rather than being in the first-person viewpoint, Village will now be more similar to Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6. 
with that third person sort of over the shoulder of you. It'd be interesting to see. I'd, I'd love to see that world in third person. Um, I don't want to see some of the things that happen to my character in third person. <clears throat> Lastly, the new content to Villages Mercenaries mode, which I haven't had anything to do Didn't with. Didn't even touch. No, nah, it's not my jam. Like, I'm glad it's there for the people. What is it, exactly? It. It's, a, it's a multiplayer mode. Right. So, most notable new feature that will be coming to Mercenaries includes new playable characters in Chris Redfield, Lady... Uh, Lady the big D. lady. Yep, I can't say it. Lady, lady D. D. Lady D. That's lady all you need to say. Lady People Double D. <laughs> um, and floppy. Heisenberg. PG. Floppy. PG. Yeah. So, and Heisenberg, which was one of the... Uh, well, lady D. Brian Cranston. Is one of the bosses. Coming exclusively to Resident Evil... Yes, Brian Cranston, everyone. Uh, but yes, yeah, so lots applause. of really cool Resident Evil. Lots of that's a lot of work for DLCs to go into one game. Like I was pretty impressed with the amount of uh, content they have added. Mm. Um, also, Resident Evil Two, Three, and Seven now have free PS Five and Series X upgrades. That's pretty good. And I'm gonna play Number Two again soon. Yeah. Me too. You too. Oh, Resident Evil Bros. Yeah. Ooh. I think out of the whole this whole week. Capcom has won it with the announcements. I think like, so too. You probably they right. won it in the the Sony uh, the PlayStation showcase. Mm-hmm. They won it in everything that they've brought out. Yeah, they so got far. the Resident Evil Four remake. They've run it with the. Do you sheer... remember about four years ago when people were really worried about Capcom? Yes, like they thought, is it for sale? Are they, are they like, you know? Uh, I mean, one of my not picks, worrying about it now. Was it one of my picks? I have to check. But one of my one of my picks at the start of the year was that uh, Xbox was going to try and buy Capcom. Or was it Sega? One of the uh, two. No, I do remember you saying something like that. One or two. We'll, we'll check them out. That'll be one mm. of the shows. We go back and have a look at our picks and, and see how I we went. I can't remember what I picked. I'm sure they were all incredibly wrong. And then we had this showcase, which I think is the best out of them thus far. Uh, Day of the Devs, which is where we get a look at indie games. And you know me, I like indie games. I like experiencing mm-hmm. uh, lower-end developers because usually there's a lot more passion or innovation in them. For me, indie games... Uh, there's a lot more... They're a lot more complete, I guess. Like, they're passion, most of the time they're passion projects and, and you get that heart coming through. You get the passion that people... Not to say the AAA games aren't, mm-hmm. but AAA games to me feel a little bit corporate. They got a lot of the little soulless. cool indie games. Bit soulless. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit soulless. I'm not disparaging AAA games. I play them all the time. Trust me. me. Too. Uh, I'm a Nintendo fanboy. Like, that's all Nintendo Switch has. Um, so... Let's go through a couple of uh, the really cool indie games that I thought were, were worth looking at. Yeah, I, I like this. Uh, so the first one up is Time Flies. Now that's Flies spelled F-L-I-E-S. It's a pun. It is a pun. I love the look of this thing. Uh, it looks like it's done on my old 286. It looks like it was done on Etch-A-Sketch. Now you're a flyer with a limited time on Earth in which to complete a task. I believe at one point they say something like 800 seconds. Yep. Is or 800 minutes yep. or something like that. No, it's, it's seconds. Lifespan. So depending on what country you're in, your time is based on the life expectancy of a fly in that country. Yeah, I think it was 800 seconds was Switzerland. Yeah. For some, yeah. Uh, and you have you know, a limited amount of time to achieve your goal. So it's basically Untitled Goose Game, mm. but as a fly. Now, if you didn't play Untitled Goose Game, you got to be a goose and you got to do goosey things and basically being an annoyance. Mm. Uh, so you, you've got a to-do list. So it would be yeah. like, get drunk, yeah. uh, start a revolution. Don't get stuck to the flypaper because you die. Yeah, things like that. And you've got a little bit limited time limit to mm. do it and you have to work out how to do it within that uh, time limit. And you get to choose how your death will have the biggest impact. Yeah. M- me personally, going out and a cup of coffee. Yeah. Anto, what do you think of that? I don't think I'd be able to play it because I've got an existential fear of death. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we're all going to die. Something else that's going to die is uh, the Earth. But not before this next game comes out. And that game is The Plucky Squire. Now, this uh, game uh, took my interest because it's by a former Game Freak employee and an Australian... Pokemon people, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The guys... Yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. uh, James Turner, he designed some Pokemon for Sword and Shield. Cool. Uh, and X and Y, I believe he designed some of them. He left Game Freak. Apparently and- also Tintin. <laughs> <laughs> he left Game Freak ages ago and no one knew about it uh, to create his own company called All Possible Futures. Do you mean like Game Freak didn't know it? They didn't realize he'd gone? <laughs> yeah, he just sort of... He just sort of snuck out at lunch and oh, started another company? No, so... Uh, That's Tintin meets Popeye. It's Tintin meets Punch-Out. 
This looks incredible. Yeah, so this is a side-scrolling adventure which twists into another type of game style, which we can oh. see now. He just jumped. We saw a very 2D cartoony I looking. I didn't see this one. And then he jumped out, and it becomes like this 3D Link's Awakening type oh, uh, adventure. Oh, I really like that. Um, it looks really, really cool. So you do things like you jump onto other illustrations that may be on coffee mugs and whatnot, becomes a shmup. We saw a, a punch-out uh, a sort of homage there earlier. Uh, this looks fantastic. It's coming 2023. I'm really, really excited about it. And, 2023? And yeah. Too far. <laughs> Too far. Well, we are looking at games that are coming out in the next year, Floppy, so that counts. Oh, I that, hadn't yeah, seen okay. that trailer before just now. That really? looks incredible. Me too. I missed that one. I don't that looks know. really cool. Uh, really good. I, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm and cannot keen wait. on that. I get like unravel feels and stuff. Yeah. Like running around on the desk. Yep. Ooh. Yep. I, I, I think it's going to be a good old game. Mm-hmm. Floppy, what else is going to be a good old game? Planet of Lana. Yep. Do you remember this one? No. Planet of Lana, if Anto skips forward a bit past the dev talk section, yep. we will see what an some... immaculate beard. Yeah, very good uh, beard. No I, no, I did remember seeing this one, actually. It says you play as a young girl who is on a mission to save your sister from an invading robot army. That that scene just then with them coming down from the clouds looked very tight and AE. Yep, yep. Um, but well, this that is a scene beautiful... was the tease that we saw previously. Right. In one of, another showcase. It's, quite, it's a really beautiful animation, actually. I really it looks like this. an oil painting. Yeah, yeah, bits of it does. It looks like an oil background with um, so maybe 486 style sprites, or you call them sprites? Sure. Sure. Um, on a 2D platform, a puzzling adventure. So yeah, cinematic puzzle adventure, sci-fi, coming to Windows, PC, and Xbox in 2022. Yeah. Uh, I like the look of this. A lot of good things about this game that people who have seen it have mentioned. Yeah. Uh, it's very, very hyped. And I, for one, think it would be a grand old time. Anto. Again, I haven't seen this. I didn't know this conference or showcase was happening. But Go back and watch it, man. It's really the good. The vibes I'm getting from this reminds me of like Flashback, Abe's Odyssey, Prince of Persia, like the old Thank ones. Thank you. Yes. That's... Do you know they're making a sequel to Flashback? Yeah, Flashback 2 got announced. <laughs> yeah. When? 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 Uh, uh, the Xbox showcase. Yeah. Missed it. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not the biggest fan. No, no, how dare you? Uh, no, I did watch the condensed trailer version, so I didn't see that bit. But that looks that that would be awesome because I love flashback. Um, and that about wraps it up. There's nothing else that's been announced today. Nothing, no other showcases nah. that came out. Nothing else to worry about. So no. I guess we'll just it, was this no, no can't recall no. anything that came out at all that today. Square just, Phoenix, no, no, so I, I can't recall. Well, Anto? this is where I'm going to take over. <laughs> all right, oh, he can do that. Anto, the floor is yours. Uh, so this morning, 7:30 a.m. Uh, South Australian time. <laughs> Final Details. Fantasy VII Remake Part Two got confirmed <laughs> to be releasing next year. Do you like that? Do you like Final Fantasy? I do. I ah. do like Final Fantasy VII's my favourite one. Oh, get out of town! I only own it like twelve times. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So Remake Part Two has been confirmed. It's called Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I think. Oh, Does sorry. So there's no footage at the moment uh, for anyone Reunion? watching the video version because Square Enix always flags us. So while Anto's talking, Floppy and I will quietly act out the entire Final Fantasy VII storyline. Go. They would if either of them had played it and knew what it was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Rebirth is coming out. Um, a direct continuation from the end of Remake Part 1. Ben, what are you doing? You look like you're at a tea party. Tifa. That's And not- now he's dead. No, no, Tifa doesn't die. I thought Tifa died. No, no. Anyway, um, yeah, so Rebirth got confirmed. Anyway, back to last thing. Direct continuation of the first. The trailer sort of gives away that it's absolutely not going to follow the original, which is a good thing. Um, I was firmly in the camp of don't touch seven, don't change it, I'll kill you. Um, But that's not the case anymore. They also revealed that Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core is getting a HD remake or remaster and is releasing on Xbox, Switch, PC, PlayStation 5, PS4. Um, There's a mobile game called Ever Crisis, which is actually like a direct um, sort of compilation remake, but it's like a one-to-one retelling of the existing plot. Um... Yeah, there's not a whole lot more I can talk to without showing the videos off, but I don't want our channel to get cancelled, so I'm up. not going to. Hold it, hold it up. Um, yeah. More. So it looks like one wing. <laughs> I'm jazzed. I'm excited. This was the best showcase for me personally out of the last month, obviously. Um, is that meant to be a wing, Ben? 
Yeah. I think it is. Okay. <laughs> so I'm Sephiroth. You need like... Oh, Sephiroth from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> no, Smash Brothers. You need a mop or something to put on your head for the hair. No. True, uh, true fact, Sephiroth's actually bold. I mean, he's got and shorter hair in one of the trailers they released, which is cool. Um, but yeah, no, I could talk endlessly about it. I'm not going to, because Ben will tell me <laughs> off. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, this is our gaming cast. We are Hack the Dino, and we hope you enjoyed your time here on our ship full of hugs and puppies and lions oh. and bears. Oh, my. That's like right. Really weird Noah's Hack Ark. the Dino gaming cast. It's your veritable <laughs> Noah's Ark where we're taking two of everything and putting them into a fight in the death to find out which animal alone deserves to survive the oncoming plague. Floppy, yes, if man. you uh, had to uh, uh, hole up in your house and to prevent the death of millions, yep. what would you do? Probably just play games. Cool. Cool. What else would you do? Probably about it. Plug your shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd go. Yeah, all right. (laughs) That was the weirdest segue. Uh, You can jump over to Floppy Plays Games on Instagram. Check out the stuff that I have been purchasing, playing, showing off. Purchase anything good? Uh, What do I have to put up there lately, actually? Have we got my Instagram up there, Anto? Probably not. Uh, not. We do. We do? Oh, so yeah, I got a whole bunch of new Switch stuff. So that one in the center, actually, the one in the center there, uh, a couple of new collector's editions for some Switch games that I came across my lap, um, as well as a copy of uh, Blade, I think it was called Blade Fury, and Owlboy, which I've already wanted for quite a long time. And from that collection, I purchased from you Ion Fury, which was a really, you really did. cool uh, game. Think back to sort of your Duke Nukem 3D games, mm-hmm. 3D Realms. In fact, I think 3D Realms published it. Uh, but yeah, it used to be called Ion Maiden, but yep. they had to change it legally. Uh, we actually streamed it way back when with Dan on stream. No, not with me. Super fun game. Now this is well before your time. Yep. Uh, super fun game. And when it's been out on digitally for ages, mm-hmm. when I saw the uh, physical edition come at a very, very good price, I decided to pick it up and it's a fun time. Nice. Uh, Especially if you like those old games. That La Mulana 1 and 2 collection is like Indiana Jones platform. I think it's really freaking cool. Nice. And it came with like like a leathery, a fake leather notebook and there was a puzzle and everything in there. Really cool um, collector's edition. I've also got some, I got some accessories from a little place called Switcheries. Mm -hmm. I got that, uh, that controller there Mm -hmm. has rumble, Mm -hmm. has gyro, is wireless. Yeah, right. It's freaking awesome. USB charge? USB charge. Yeah, nice. USB-C charge and some cool little thumbsticks. Nice. Cool. There you go. Anto. Hello. What do you do? Um, I do stuff. Um, Cool. I'm also on Instagram under uh, heyitsanto1 because heyitsanto was taken. (laughs) Um, Oh, we're just stealing my catchphrase now. Okay, that's fine. What? That's cool. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, Oh, because Ben won. Yeah, uh, when I... Remember that I have it and, you know, use it. Um, I also put up stuff like things I've picked up. Um, I have less bookcase behind me now. What does that mean? Very I don't confused. know, but dead air is real bad. Um, yeah, dead air. Uh, yeah, I do stuff like Floppy does, just way less frequently. Um, I also am on our Twitch channel doing gameplay stuff more frequently um, in the future, moving forward. Um Thanks to the FF7 reveal, I'm going to be doing a playthrough of 7 Remake very soon. Which will be good. Uh, which will be fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you do, Ben? Oh, not nothing. I don't, nothing. I don't do anything for anyone. I'm just selfish. Uh, I go over to Bad Game Arts, and when I remember, because I've only just remembered now when we came to close the show, I went, oh yeah, I didn't do that this week. Uh, I find the worst art from the 90s and early 2000s of video game-related uh, visual experiences. There's some real bad art out there, and I find it all and let you uh, laugh at it and go, what is wrong with 90s kids? And I can tell you what's wrong with 90s kids. We grew up. We, di- we didn't get to stay in the 90s forever. And that's a bad thing. But you can also head on over to Mr. Benjamin as well, which is where I put up some of my finds of of stuff that I got. Uh, the Mega Toy Fair was on last weekend, so I got some stuff there. I found some stuff out and about. Um, I was supposed to be cutting back and saving because I want to buy a Chrono Trigger. But um, that's, that's not going well, especially when I find cool stuff like this. But I think I might talk about that in the post show. So if you're a Patreon 
be on the lookout in our Discord channel for the link to our post show because you're awesome. If you would like to be a Patreon, head on over to hackthedino.com where you can see all our socials. You can find our links to our Discord. You can find our links to our Patreon. You can find links to everything we do. Hackthedino.com. Would you stop touching that? For the podcast people, yes. It's exactly what you think. <laughs> but until next time, remember these words. Floppy? Uh, spontaneity is tuberculosis. Only midnights days to seven. When I'm struggling always. Bye. God damn, you made me work for that one. (laughs) And stop recording.